Success in the New Retirement with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. And this is the Success in the New Retirement podcast with Damon Roberts and Matt Deaton. My name is Mark Owens, and it's all powered by Acute Wealth Advisors. All the information, you can find it at successinthenewretirement.com. Wayback Machine to 1985. We're watching these videos. <laughs> all the artists got together to record We Are the World. Yeah. You know what this takes me back to? What's that? It's So, like, right around this time, our... Uh, our school was putting on this like we the people so it was getting close to the bicentennial of like the the constitution and all this stuff and the declaration and so we had we had this whole program and so it was kind of like based off of this song where we're gonna have this chorus and we're gonna have these songs and we're gonna sing and do all this stuff and so it's the day of the program and so i am dressed in these white Levi jeans and this red shirt ready to go to this program. Let's go. You know, and my mom's like, okay, we're going to leave in like a half hour. So don't get messed up. Don't get dirty. Just, you know. And so I go outside and my buddy's driving this go-kart around (gasps) and I'm like, I'm going to get in the go-kart. And so (laughs) I get in the go-kart and as I start in the go-kart, he yells at me and he says, it doesn't have brakes. And I'm like cruising already. And so I go flying around this dirt track and I literally can't stop this thing. And I got going faster than they had been going because I didn't know it didn't have brakes. And so I go flying across the road right in front of a car, almost got hit by a car, go into my backyard. And we had like this block retaining wall and I go slamming right into the block retaining wall. And then I try to stand up and my white pants on my leg get trapped underneath the tire as it's spinning <laughs> and so by the time my buddy gets over there turns off the engine my white pants were totally black completely destroyed and so yeah i got the the good fortune of walking in and explaining that story to my mom that was the tried to... longest walk of your childhood <laughs> <laughs> so that was that was a good one i, I like how uh, your go-kart story your buddy yelled the brakes don't work. What you heard was, this is going to be the best ride of your life. <laughs> well, we, you know, we were talking about that song, We Are the World, came out in 1985. I got down a wormhole on YouTube and started watching the video. If you have a couple of minutes, go do that because Michael Jackson is in his prime. Like Tina Turner, Kenny Loggins, Kenny Rogers yeah. pre-plastic surgery <laughs> looks like a completely different person. But 1985, the price of a gallon of gas, a dollar oh nine. To go to a movie, it was going to cost you two dollars and fifty cents. And in, I will say though, I know going to a movie now is like twenty bucks a ticket, but there is something pretty cool about the lounging chairs and the servers bringing you food and drinks. Like that's that's a that's a splurge. I don't mind doing. But yeah. the big thing that caught me was in 1985, our national debt, and we talked about this a little bit in our last segment was $1.8 trillion. Currently, we're sitting at $29 trillion. Well, what's crazy is our deficit right now is a little over a trillion dollars. So that's what we're deficit spending in a year. And so our deficit increases by that extra trillion every single year just because we're spending more than we're bringing in. 
And yet, back, all the way back then, what, 20 years, 25, 20, 30 no, years? 85 is 37 oh my years gosh. ago. Now we're, now we're getting old. The uh, um, question is, is ha, have you done your part and not cast your own stimulus check by saying, you know what? No, I'm not going to be it. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't met anyone that's done that. Not well, one person. Actually, let me, let me ask you, I'm glad you brought that up because I think we've mentioned it before, but now that we are in tax season, those child tax credit checks that we were receiving, if you have kids, we held on to ours. We didn't cash any of them, but we're going to get taxed on those, correct? Well, if you receive the check and it was a credit, it's not going to be taxed back to you. That's basically a refund. That's basically getting your money back. So I would recommend cashing that before the government can't pay that. You know, I, <laughs> like I said, we're at 29 you trillion. You have to interest. report it. It's report like those stories of like, I think like that. it was like uh, Steve Young or Joe Montana that they're like moving and he goes and he finds like checks that he hadn't cashed from the 49ers and stuff like that in his drawer, like <laughs> because it was a game check and he didn't feel like he played well that day. So he didn't cash the check. And oh. it wasn't until years later that he, Oh, like, oh, oh, I, I should probably better than I thought. I, I think, I think it's time. I think it's time for me to do that. I'm worried about my measly little $109 check in Montana's like, Oh, $40,000. Now nah, we're good. I'll be, I'll be all right. <laughs> and something else that the community's talking about is RMD changes because you're going to need more time to plan those RMDs this year. Uh, there's some rule changes that are going to affect both the original owners of the account and the beneficiaries. So Damon, Matt, what do you know about these changes and how do we navigate it? Well, you know, um, it used to be that at the, the magic age was a weird age, 70 and a half, right? That, and don't ask me why the half. And that was what always people ask at 70 and a half. You had to start taking your RMD or required minimum distribution based off a uh, calculation of life expectancy. And so it started typically about three and a half percent. So if you had a hundred thousand dollars, you're going to have to draw out $3,500 and declare it as income. You could then after that, do whatever you want, but you're going to pay tax on it. After 2019, they changed that. And so now they, they bumped that to age 72. So you don't have to actually take anything out of IRAs and 401ks and things until age 72. And they actually just changed uh, the calculations on life expectancy. It went up. And so, you know, that affects it some. So people will probably start at a little bit, maybe less than three and a half percent, but it goes up every single year. And the kicker is, is if you don't do it properly, um, if you don't do it at all, they give you a one-time pass with no penalty. But after that, it's a 50% penalty, right? So if you had to draw out $5,000 of required minimum and you didn't do it properly and you had a 50% penalty, you're paying $2,500 penalty that you don't get back you don't, you know, collect two hundred dollars back, you know, mm-hmm. when you pass go. So you want to do it properly, and and you want to just make sure that it's set up automatically. Um, in twenty twenty, they kind of said, you know, hey, you don't have to take your required minimums this year, and so that messed people up that had set up automatic stuff that maybe didn't get reset. So you just, you know, if you're seventy two years old and you haven't started taking, or you're over seventy two and and you're not sure if it's set up properly, you want to. That's something you're going to want to check because I don't think anybody wants to have that 50% penalty hit them. Um, that's, you know, giving away a lot of money for just not planning, not, not doing your part. So then the other thing I would say about the required minimum distributions is again, it is going to be taxable income to you. So again, you need to be planning ahead, thinking how that's going to impact because if you start getting money from a 401k or an IRA through these required minimum distributions, that potentially can cause more taxation of your social security and so it's things you need to be paying attention. But there are some strategies that you can completely avoid 
the tax on required minimum distributions. And it's surprising to me how many people, their accountant or their financial advisor has never told them about these opportunities. But one of the big ones is what's called a QCD, and that's called a Qualified Charitable Donation. And what that is, is let's say you're 72 or older, you're having to take these required minimum distributions, but you also still donate to a charity or a church. Maybe you pay a tithe, you donate consistently to the United Way or some other charity, and you want to continue to do that. Well, there is a way, if you do what's called a qualified charitable donation, meaning that you actually transfer part or all of your required minimum distribution to directly to that charity, it ends up being a distribution that counts towards your required minimum distribution, but it does not show up on your tax return. So for example, let's say you know you, you have to take out $5,000 from your RMD and you wanted to donate $2,500 to your church. If you do a direct donation and you fill out the proper forms for that qualified charitable donation, then that $2,500 that you would have normally had to pay tax if you just did a normal required minimum distribution, it completely disappears off your tax return. You don't have to pay tax on it. And so you get to transfer that to them. They get the benefit of that 2,500 bucks and you don't have to pay the taxes. So now your required minimum distribution remaining amount is that remaining 2,500. You receive that money, you pay the tax on it and you're on your way. That's a huge opportunity because again, there's a lot of people that still want to do their donations. And here's the other awesome part about that is you still get your full standard deduction. So what's happened for a lot of people is because the standard deduction is so high, and the charitable donations that you have been making in the past, because maybe you're no longer itemizing, you essentially don't get any benefits tax-wise for making that contribution. And so there's a lot of people like, man, I love to get to my church or to this charity, but now I don't even get to write that off because I'm just taking the standard deduction. If you do a QCD, you actually get to get that right off, meaning it doesn't show up on your taxes, but you still get the standard deduction. So it's a huge win if you're doing those type of things. And so that's something that your advisor, if he hasn't been talking to you about it, Again, give us a call. We'll explain you and show you how to do that. But that is how you can be more tax efficient retirement and still do the things that you've always done. 480-680-6868. And so there was a report in U.S. News and World Report, and it said that there are financial advisors and then there are retirement financial advisors. So Damon Roberts, Matt Deaton, what is the difference and exactly where do you put yourself? You know, we we have always tried to distinguish ourselves from the very beginning um, as a founder of this company. And then as Matt, Matt joined me, we've always stuck to trying to be a specialist. Right. Um, when when someone has a health issue, they always start with, you know, your family practitioner or whatever. But eventually they end up with someone who has a, an expertise beyond just the general and and retirement has become a lot more complex we have our radio show a podcast and a book all called success in the new retirement um, there's so many moving parts and a, and a retirement you know plan isn't just managing money it has to figure out how are you going to take income for an unspecified period of time uh, keep up with inflation, get growth, but protect you from the downturns in the market. Uh, look at the taxes and how does Social Security figure into that? And oh yeah, what about estate planning and um, you know long-term care and health issues and Medicare and all these different things? And you could be going 17 different places to get all of those services, or 
you could go somewhere where it's going to that people have the knowledge and have taken the time and expertise, even though like Social Security, we don't get paid by anybody, not by the government to understand Social Security and to maximize the benefits for our clients. But where we get paid is seeing it work properly and our clients making good decisions that helps the rest of their plan. So having all of these different pieces work together will create you know, what people want. And that is flexibility and safety and peace of mind in retirement to go and do the things they always thought they wanted to do, right? They don't want to be watching the computer and, and watching this roller coaster we've seen in the last week or so of the market. They want to be golfing or they want to be with their grandchildren. They want to be donating their time or woodworking or whatever. And, and you can't do that if you don't have a plan that's, that works together and, and, and really looks at all of these different pieces because you know, how good are a bunch of different financial professionals with an ego uh, about talking to each other? Yeah, there's not. Right. And so that, that's how we've built this practice and 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 fo focus every day. And, and on the bottom line of that is we are educators at heart. Uh, we love sitting down and helping people understand why we're doing what we're doing so that they can go and, and, and have peace of mind and do what they want to do in retirement. So one thing I would say about that, though, is that there is no such license as a retirement financial advisor, right? There are, you can go get two different types of license, one that you have a fiduciary responsibility and one that you don't. And one that doesn't work for a broker dealer and one that's a fiduciary is going to work for a registered investment advisor or be a registered investment advisor. That is the only designation where you can get a license. And so Damon and I, we're registered investment advisors. We are fiduciaries. That means we have a responsibility to put our clients' best interests above our own. But we have focused on getting people prepared for retirement and, and staying retired. And like Damon was saying, you know, again, we don't get paid to understand and help people understand and make better decisions when it comes to claiming their Social Security benefits. But that is something we have educated ourselves on and help people kind of walk through that different processes and the different options that they have, because it's going to be make a big difference in how that impacts their financial plan. And we want their financial plan working as hard and as efficient as possible in retirement to generate the income that they want. And so again, we'll spend time doing some tax planning and looking at how their investments are set up to say, okay, you know, it's worth a, you know, you got accounts worth a million bucks, but we want to make sure that after taxes, you get to keep 900,000. How do we make it so that you only give Uncle Sam 10% as opposed to giving him 15 or 20? What are some strategies that we can be doing that would make that possible? And then try to explore those options and put that in place. Mm -hmm. And so again, if, if your financial advisor is just doing investments, there is so much more that should be done that's going to make a big difference in what you are going to have to spend and use for yourself during retirement. And so it's more than just investing. It's figuring out a proper financial plan, a proper income plan, some strategies to, to be tax efficient, to reduce fees on your portfolio, reduce risk. All of those things need to be working together so that you're getting the best benefit. And, and that's what Damon and I strive to do. But there's, there's no special license. Again, people have to choose how they're going to focus and what type of, of value add they're going to provide for clients to help them build wealth and keep that wealth. And that's what we strive to do here at Acute is we're striving to build something that tries to take as much as we possibly can out of your resources and, and allow you to get as much as you possibly can and then pass on as much as you possibly can. That is the goal. And that's what we work for every day. And that's what we, we strive to do with all of our clients. Thanks for listening. Want more from Damon and Matt? Check out successinthenewretirement.com. 
And while you're there, drop us an email with your questions. Investment advisory services offered through Acute Investment Advisory, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance and annuities offered through its affiliated company, Acute Wealth Advisors, LLC. Tax and or legal advice is not offered by either company or their affiliated companies. Consult with your tax and legal professionals for guidance on tax or legal matters. The information presented should not be viewed as personalized investment advice. All expressions of opinion are subject to change. We are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.